Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and it Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Welcome, uh, great to have you. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving and Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, family and friends celebrating genocide. Huh. <laughs> uh, so typical of you white people. <laughs> man, totally. <laughs> Oh, how I hate you white people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Boy, we did a number on Don't those you? Indians, right? Oh, golly. Pass me a drumstick. <laughs> That's exactly what it was like at my place. I, we're going to get into that today because there's a lot of that going around. I mean, somehow Thanksgiving has become Columbus Day all of a sudden. <laughs> and they're trying to pin on the pilgrims uh, what happened after Columbus. I, I just, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Ah, there's, uh, there's nothing traditional. And gosh, who was it that said... Uh, back in the day. And Barack knows that we are going to have to make sacrifices. Mm-hmm, right. We're going to have to change our conversation. Change conversation. Right. We're going to okay. have to change our traditions, our, our, our traditions, history. We're going to have history. to move hmm. into, a, into different a different place. Different place. And we've kind of done that, haven't we? Mm-hmm. Change our traditions, changing our history, and we're moving into a different place. Isn't it a wonderful place oh, we've it's moved to? great here. Ah, oh, I mm-hmm. love it. I just soak yeah. it in for a minute. Mm. Yeah, I wanted to uh, get back here to discuss the madness here yeah. on a Monday because yeah. four days mm-hmm. of reveling in genocide by yeah. white Europeans. Right. Ooh, I couldn't take much more of that. Right? Mm-mm. I mean, despicable mm-hmm. and despicable. Well, we got a lot to uh, really hack us off this morning. Um, so I thought instead of starting with all the uh, madness, let's show you something really cool because... Oh. Uh, President Trump was supposed to be, I guess, out on the golf course. <laughs> that's how it was ac- reported. According to Democrats. I'll bet that's where he's going to spend his holiday weekend. He's going to be out on the golf course golfing <laughs> down at that M- Mar-a-Lago place or y- y- one of his Doral golf courses, whatever. Yeah, they were convinced that's where he was. Yeah, they, yep. they were reporting that's where he is. Because they hadn't really... Uh, publicized where he was. They made it kind of secret. And all of a sudden, surprise! Mm-hmm. He's in Afghanistan. Look at that. For a special Thanksgiving with the troops. That's awesome. Look at it. I mean, that is, that's pretty cool. That's really cool. So, uh, <laughs> wow, he kind of stands out there. I was going to say, you know, <laughs> what happened to the bomber wow. jacket and stuff like that that a lot Jeez. of presidents uh, yeah, wear? Yeah, he didn't do that. What did Clinton used to wear? Because he wasn't in the military either. What did Clinton wear when he'd go over there and see the troops? Uh, uh, probably a suit, I imagine. I don't know. Or I'd did see, he ever I, go see the troops? Yeah, right. That's the question. I thought he <clears throat> would wear something that was a little bit more laid back than that. Uh, I don't know. I'm looking here. Yeah, yeah. he's wearing like a... I'm looking here. He's got you know a little insignia. It's a flight jacket. Oh, he has a flight jacket? Oh, yeah. Ah, okay. <laughs> yeah, President Trump just went full suit and power tie. So that was... <laughs> But, uh, I mean, the troops seem to love him. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's really great. And and a really cool thing. It, you know, you're essentially sacrificing your Thanksgiving to go hang out with the troops. I mean, who wants to spend Thanksgiving in Afghanistan? <laughs> I personally, <laughs> I don't. Uh, but when you're there with the troops and uh, pumping up the morale, I mean, that's, that's really awesome. Mm-hmm. That's great. And, you know, you want to give credit where credit is due. You also want to uh, call him out on things when he deserves being called out on, which we will also do. But that was a very cool thing to do. 
Uh, and, you know, he didn't even make a big deal out of it prior. He just showed up. Yeah. And so, um, you know, it seems sincere. 888 Also, at the Thanksgiving Day Parade for those of us who remain stateside, uh, it was kind of a weird parade because they had to fly the balloons really low mm-hmm. because of the gusts of wind. Keith and I wanted to see one fly away. But <laughs> totally wanted we, that. We didn't get that. But uh, one almost sank to the ground. Uh, here's Ronald McDonald trying to fly uh-huh. with a, oh. a three-inch hole in its left that, leg. And then it just grew. Look at it. He's maimed. Look at that. Just dragging yeah. that leg along. He's, he's, he's wounded. Yeah. Look at that. The it's a wounded Ronald McDonald. Yeah, and then just look how low they had to keep it. That's yeah, boring. Geez. I mean, that's barely above head level. Yeah. Now look at this. This is a Power Ranger, right? Yeah. This. Oh, oh, no. Here comes the Power Ranger leg. Uh, oh, so. boy. Oh, boy. That's a... Uh, I just didn't see... Oh, look. Look, Snoopy's in a spacesuit. He could have flown away. Oh, no. Look out. It's attack of the stuff <laughs> on a shelf. <laughs> now, see, those things are so big yeah. that yeah, they could probably do some damage when they land on people, mm-hmm. which is what you'd like to try to avoid. But, wow, those were really low. I couldn't, uh, I, you know, we always watch the parade. I, I just, I couldn't. It was just too much rap. Too you much know, rap. they stop oh. and they rap. Okay, yeah, see. Uh, I can't take any, it. Any, uh, I, it's, it's not music. Uh-huh. No, it's just not, I'm not just an old person. It's not music. Did any teen girls uh, share a smooch like last year? <clears throat> not that I saw. Okay. But I didn't watch very much because, yeah. again, too much rap music. You figure the good stuff's going to show up on YouTube later <laughs> anyway. You right. Know, if if there True. If, if if a balloon flies away, mm-hmm. oh, we're gonna get to see that at some point. But uh, yeah, I guess that um, Mr. Pooped in his pants was really crazy too. I mean, he was. Oh, he was wearing this dumb little helmet the whole time because <laughs> he didn't want a balloon to fall on him. I don't know if it was what? that. I think he was also being motored around on a scooter or whatever, oh. like a sidecar, motorcycle sidecar kind of thing. And and so he was wearing the helmet on every report. Yeah, all I saw was like a stick of butter. Butter. A guy dressed as butter was following him around all day, <laughs> and he was getting annoyed. <laughs> Get out of here, butter! I saw the caption. Like that's what he said. Maybe we should find that video. I don't Plus, know. I, I don't know if you're aware of this with Al Roker, but what? You pooped in your pants. I, I pooped my pants. Yeah. You yeah. pooped in your pants. I, I pooped my pants. You what? You pooped in your pants. I, I pooped my pants. I'm sorry? <laughs> you pooped in your pants. I, I pooped my pants. Huh. Weird. Wow. That's weird. Uh, that's, yeah. uh, he pooped in his pants. That's awkward. Um, yeah, it is awkward. In of itself, but yeah. can you imagine if he's out there doing the parade coverage and that happens? Pooping my goodness, his pants? Where do you, where where do you, do you go? go? Where do you go? I mean, you, you and I have had to work mm-hmm. in New York City before. Good luck finding a bathroom, oh, Al. Oh, man, that's for sure. <laughs> Not in New York. <laughs> Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh, if you're spending all your time hunched over your cell phone or computer, obsessed with the next breaking news story or Facebook comment, you know we don't get enough exercise in our lives. And a lot of us, including especially me, actually, uh, don't get a lot of great nutrition in our lives. Well, at least I didn't used to, but now because they take Field of Greens by Brickhouse Nutrition, I do get that nutrition in my life. Uh, it was developed by medical doctors and sports nutrition experts. It, it is uh, designed to boost your immunity, help with the digestion, and just all-around health because it's made of 100% USDA organic fruits and vegetables. Give it a try. Go to BrickHousePat.com. You'll get 15% off your first order when you use the offer code PAT. Your satisfaction is guaranteed, or you can get your money back. So there's no risk here. If you don't like it, just... 
Yes, send it back. Start your day like I do with Field of Greens from Brickhouse Nutrition. Go to BrickhousePat.com. Use the offer code PAT. BrickhousePat.com. Pat Gray. So Joe Biden is trying to uh, save himself from disaster in Iowa. Too late. Might be. He's got 63 days left-ish. He launched an eight-day bus tour of Iowa on Saturday, projecting confidence, ignoring his uh, presidential competitors, and pledging he's going to unseat President Trump in 2020. He pledged to win the first Iowa caucus, which is, uh, that's the first caucus or primary on February 3rd, Despite the polls that show that he's slipping, he said, I promise you, I promise you, we're going to win this race and we're going to beat Donald Trump and we're going to change America. Wow, we've heard that before. And you know what? Hmm. Uh, Barack Obama did change America. Sure did. And he set the scene for all of this socialism that we're seeing today. The Marxism, the socialism, the fascism where you can't speak. Yeah, I don't want that change. Thank you. Uh, that change sucks, and we need to put a stop to that change with our with our votes, which means uh, Joe Biden cannot win this race. None of them can. <laughs> exactly. As you've said. Exactly. Very clearly. Uh, his aides acknowledge he must sharpen his message and bolster his voter outreach operation ahead of... <laughs> The caucuses. Yeah, he better sharpen. They know who they're working with here, right? We. Okay, I mean, there's all, you've got the ingredients for your cake, the Joe Biden cake. It's not going to mm-hmm. turn out well, just based on what he is. Yeah. So good luck uh, on, uh, well, he's, on sharpening that message, <laughs> Biden 2020. When the messenger isn't sharp, it's hard to sharpen the message. Yeah. <laughs> and he is not... The fact is, he's just not sharp right now. Yeah. So he's in Iowa right now, and kudos to them. Yay, you got Joe Biden for over a week. <laughs> so he's kicking off the no malarkey bus tour. Yay! <laughs> no malarkey. 200 people gathered Ooh, 200 in Council Bluffs to send Joe Biden on his no malarkey tour across no Iowa. It's aptly named. The reason we named uh, no yeah. malarkey is because no the other guy's all lies. Oh, that's good. No, that's good. Way to sharpen that message, Joe. Uh, the reason we named it No Malarkey yeah. was because uh, I, I'm so old that I remember when people used to use that expression back in the 20s. Uh, no Malarkey. Because the other guy's all lies. Please clap. 200 people. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's Council Bluffs. I mean, that's a... You know, it's, it's a hotbed. It's a hotbed of, of, of Biden activity. Yeah. But yeah, that's 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 Metro Omaha. I mean, they, they should be drawing more than that uh, if your campaign's. Uh, oh, is it in the Omaha area? Yeah, it's right on the river. So, uh, hmm. good luck, Joe. Enjoy the state. Here he is. Uh, I, I, it was Jill trying to oh, shush him or yeah, something. Yeah, I don't know what's happening. Yeah, Jill's just kind of she's flailing around like Beto. Uh, and, and, and we got a little watch uh, what happens here. Shot of yeah. Joe. And when they uh, cut to the President of the United States. Sounds like she's drunk. <laughs> oh, and he, does, oh, he tries to bite her. From the other room. Oh, he bit her little finger. Oh, look at there. Yeah, that's not adorable. And boy, Twitter had fun with that. Uh, 
wiping the baby food off of his chin, um, <laughs> reminding us of the uh, Charlie bit my finger kid. Um, it's, uh, boy, that's not a good look, Joe. No, Oof. she didn't sound good there either. Mm-mm. Sounded like she was maybe drunk. Uh, let's roll it. Roll that again. Listen to her. I mean, she's Reminder, they're in Iowa. One more cut to the president of the president United States. <laughs> <laughs> right. Call your kids in from the other room. Because okay. Aunt Jill has got the wine again. Maybe. Maybe it was just cold, and uh, her mouth didn't work because that could happen. Uh-huh. Uh, but sure. She didn't sound again, good. Again, they're in Iowa. What else you got to do? Uh, here's a, we, there's also a t- oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, video that's been unearthed. Yeah, from 2017. Or nobody knows what Joe is yeah, talking about. Yeah, I think about. this is from the same Wilmington, Delaware appearance where he talked about corn pop. Oh. And he's talking about the swimming pool and all that stuff. Remember that we had yeah. fun with? Mm-hmm. And somebody found this part of that speech as well. What is he doing? And by the way, you know, I sit on the stand and it get hot. I got a lot of, I got hairy legs that turn, that, 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 that turn, that turn. Uh, um, blonde in the sun. What? And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down so it was straight and then watch the hair come back up again. They'd look at it. So I learned about roaches. I learned about kids jumping on my lap. What? And I've loved kids jumping on my lap. <laughs> what? Wait. Oh boy. What? We're sharpening that message, are we? Ooh. Holy cow. Ooh. And what that also tells you is that this has been going on for a while. Uh-huh. That yeah. was 2017. Uh-huh. 2 years ago. I... That is some weirdness. What are you talking about? You wouldn't want to quote that last line as uh see what MJ would sound like <laughs> doing that, would you? Run that run that <laughs> Can you run the last part uh by us again? Mm-hmm. And I've loved kids jumping on my lap. <laughs> And I've loved kids jumping on my lap, especially the twelve-year-old boy children. Oh, <laughs> did they touch your leg hair, Michael? A lot, a lot of children, and then some. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the twelve-year-old boy children love to touch my leg hair. Yeah, I won't go any further with no, that. No, that's although, good. We're good. Although you really could. Yeah, no, we're good. You really. That could. happy Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Welcome back. Here we are. Wow, yeah, the world is something else. How weird is that? He has that? no clue what, what he's saying half the time. about? I mean, what a weird story. How do you think that's interesting or compelling or helpful to you to, to relate something like that? And I learned a lot about roaches from kids dipping their hands in the pool and then touching your leg hair? What? Such a weird... So bizarre. He's all over the map, man. So, so bizarre. But anyway, he's sharpening that message. So uh, Yeah, it's a powerful uh, one, too, because he learned about roaches. That's right. So is it, am I right two months from tomorrow? Isn't isn't the Iowa caucus date uh, February 3rd? Yes, uh, it is. Yep. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Then you got December to January. Yeah, two months. My goodness. Mm-hmm. It's coming fast. Sure is. Yeah, and, and we, we lost a couple candidates. Uh over the weekend, I'm sure you'll get to that later. Yeah, we'll get into uh, that in a second here. Messam, uh, Messam quit too soon, man. I'm telling you. Sure did. Because hmm. that field is winnowing down now. <laughs> uh, all right. If you want to support uh, these candidates and their causes, you know, like uh, abortion on demand whenever, uh, or illegal immigration sanctuary cities, that kind of thing, then you just keep spending your money with cell phone companies like 
Verizon and AT&T. If you don't want your money going to those causes, if you'd rather have you know some of what you pay them every month go to up to 5% of what you give them, go to a cause that you believe in, then switch to Patriot Mobile. You might think, well, you know, I do that, but it's such a hassle. It's really not. Switching is really easy. And you pay less than you're paying now. You can get reliable 4G LTE nationwide service for as low as $25 a month while helping preserve this country. Plus, you're not getting stuck with hidden fees like AT&T's administrative fee, which they're being currently sued for. So go to, uh, and right now, can't forget to tell you about this, you can get a free Moto Z3 when you open a new line. A free Moto Z3 for opening a new line with them. Go to patriotmobile.com slash blaze or call their U.S.-based team at 877-367-7524. Can't remember the phone number. Just go to patriotmobile.com slash blaze. Pat Gray Unleashed. As Keith alluded to, uh, we lost a couple uh, candidates over the weekend. Mm. We lost him. Joe Sestak. Oh, no. We lost him. Really? Wait. A lot of people didn't even know he was in the race. Had he filed? And already. We're he, sure. He had filed. Did we vet mm-hmm. that? Yeah. Okay. He had filed. <laughs> Nobody remembered he was in the race, and we lost him already before we even knew he was around. <laughs> wow. It's really sad. Oof. And then just this morning, mm-hmm. apparently, we the news broke. Montana Governor Steve Bullock. Mm. We lost him. We lost him. I know you were so hopeful for the Bullock campaign. Everybody yeah. was clamoring. You know, if the governor of Montana would just run for president, why then uh, <clears throat> we would have the choice of the ages right there. And, <laughs> if and only. Yet, if only. And he passed him up, I guess. Huh, uh, he's, uh... he's dropping out to run for senator of the great state of Montana. Oh. Watch mm. him win that, too. It's just, you know, the... The uh, <clears throat> reputation of Montana as a Republican state is not super well-deserved. I mean, they're, they're more purplish. They elect Democrat governors, as they just did with Bullock. They elect Democrat senators. I mean, I, I, uh, how do you make that a Republican state mm-hmm. when that happens all the time? Well, now he can go back to <clears throat> Hollywood Squares and Too Close for Comfort, right? Um, <laughs> yes. Steve Bullock. Sorry. That's why I, I mm-hmm. literally thought the guy's name, the governor, was Jim Bullock when he started out. That, that's how that's how much traction his campaign got. Um, but uh, so we've lost twelve Democrat candidates. We have a sweet, have there been twelve? Yeah, we have sweet sixteen left. I mean, do you want wow. me to do you mean to rattle off these twelve that are that are gone? Or yeah, I mean, just give us a little reminder. Bullock, mm-hmm. De Blasio, Gillibrand, Hickenlooper, mm, Inslee, uh, Messam. Seth Moulton, uh, mm-hmm. Ojeda, I forgot his first name, uh, Beto is gone. Right. And who's who's Ryan? Sestak. Yeah, Ryan Sestak. Oh, yeah, and oh, yeah. there was... Uh, what was his first wow. name? Tim Ryan. That's Tim right. Ryan. So anyway, so then... Wow. Yeah, Sestak and... Uh, Jeez. <clears throat> that's, uh, that's a list of no names. That's a list. So <laughs> they, People they, nobody knows. And kind of uh, not that surprising necessarily no. that they're gone now. So they're down to 16, and that uh, next debate is coming up uh, two and a half weeks from now. Right around Christmas time. Isn't that wonderful? Yeah. So uh, 
is it the 19th? Is that the day? Third, fourth, fifth, twelfth, nineteenth. Thursday the nineteenth. Yeah. And then we're here on Friday the twentieth, not wanting to talk about that. Yeah, but probably have to at least address it. Mm. Perhaps. I'm trying to get out of watching it. Mm -hmm. It's apparently not working. Ugh. (laughs) Still sixteen. Twelve have dropped out, and you still have sixteen left over. Yeah, including the seven that I said would still be in it. Yeah, you got Bennett, Biden, Bloomberg. Booker, Buttigieg, Castro, Delaney, Gabbard, Harris, Klobuchar, Patrick, Sanders, Steyer, Warren, Williamson, where's she been, and Yang. What a bunch of losers. A collection of... Wow. Yeah, it's... Michael Bennett got to be one of the next, and so does... He's uh, one of my final seven. Julian Castro. Julian Castro's got to go. He's, yes, his sir. campaign's in a lot of trouble. Yeah, Cory Booker had a super PAC <laughs> shut down over the weekend because they raised like... I don't know, Wayne, Wayne Messam money, Yeah, apparently. $5 last yeah. quarter kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then Kamala Harris, she's falling apart. Ooh, she just lost her uh, top aide. <clears throat> her top aide said she's never seen a staff as poorly treated as the staff with Kamala Harris. We heard that about her Senate staff long before she ran for president. She's got a reputation, and it's not that of being a people person. No, she's not, apparently. She's lost several staffers to Bloomberg. And this top aide is is trying to go uh, sign up with Bloomberg now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) There's another loser. (laughs) (laughs) Who do you want to lose with? (laughs) He he cannot win, I don't think. I don't think Bloomberg has a chance. No, no. Uh, He's terrible, and I hope he doesn't have a chance, but I'm... Pretty sure uh, we can rest easy when it comes to Michael Bloomberg. Did you, uh, somebody uh, reminded us uh, over the weekend of how he used to uh, cool his vehicles because there was a no idling law that uh, was in effect. I in remember the story very well. Yeah, yeah. so you can't, mm-hmm. you can't run your vehicle for more than three minutes. And uh, apparently right. that means that the vehicle is going to be toasty in the summertime because, you know, New York hits 90 degrees. Mm-hmm. Which is, of course, compared to everywhere else, is just so brutal. <laughs> but anyhow, but 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 mm-hmm. the king, Mayor Bloomberg. Yeah, he, well, you don't expect him to not have air conditioning, <laughs> so, right? And so there, that so, was that's uh, an actual picture. That's not yeah, uh, that's not uh, photoshopped. How they get around the ordinance? They just hooked up a window unit to his SUV. <laughs> that can't be. That can't uh-huh. be uh, street legal. But <laughs> he did it. I'm the mayor. Actually hooked a window unit air conditioning uh, system, a unit, into his SUV. Unreal. I mean, uh, you talk about... Never seen anything like it until that. Privileged. Yeah. And, and, and he's such a green mayor. Oh, But yeah. yet we've got the window unit hooked up to the Suburban. Right. Okay, then. Well, you don't expect him to be green, right? That's You're for right. the little people. That's true. That's for the little people like mm. you yep. and me. Mm-hmm. Uh, he can't. He can't be bothered to sweat and when he's he sitting in a car. Mm-hmm. You can't have that. When he, when he gets back into the car, by the way, he's not sitting there now. Mm-hmm. When he gets back into it, though, it must be ready to go and fully air conditioned, nice and chilled. Okay, yes. roll away the AC unit. The mayor is here. <laughs> it's unbelievable. So pathetic. So pathetic. It's really amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's one of your choices, Democrats. Yeah, he's one of your many, many, many choices, which. Congratulations on that. Uh, also, in the future, we might be having a, another fabulous choice in Adam Schiff because <laughs> he's done so well during this impeachment process and has mm-hmm. really endeared himself to America. 
<laughs> uh, people just love him. They, lo- I, I haven't even heard Democrats talk about how, how wonderful he is. Do they even like him? I mean, <laughs> he's a miserable little worm. That, that's good. That's th- don't forget that phrase. That's perfect. That's a perfect description of Adam Schiff. A miserable little, little worm. worm. And they say his star is rising with these impeachment hearings. I think the guy is hurting himself. I mean, he is awful. While the impeachment process is far from over, Schiff and his committee are writing an impeachment report. And they did that over the Thanksgiving recess. They're going to continue to do that. I guess they get back today. Uh, His colleagues... They don't get back today, do they? Yeah, they're back today. Is it today? Uh, yeah. yeah, and like, the other thing is uh, Wednesday. I think today they're going to have the um, the presentation of the Intelligence <clears throat> Com- Committee's findings for the Judiciary Committee. And okay. then tomorrow the Judiciary Committee is going to vote on whether or not they think they should proceed. And then Wednesday they're going to... Um, do their trial Ex- or whatever. Well, yeah, explain right, to us, um, mm-hmm. feeble-minded Americans, why the president of the United States should be impeached. It's not going to be so much a, a, a trial, more just a... They're going to they're gonna schoolhouse Roxas, apparently, starting huh. Wednesday. It's going to be great. awesome. Mm-hmm. Won't that be fun to be mm-hmm. schooled by complete buffoons? Yep. So his colleagues on Capitol Hill are speculating on how high the 59-year-old chairman can climb Ooh. after his star turn... In the Trump-Ukraine saga. Okay. Star turn. Wow. Uh, you got pretty low low standards if you think that was a star turn. <laughs> Some Democrats see him as the natural heir to 88-year-old Senator Dianne Feinstein. Others say the 19-year Southern California congressman is a house guy through and through and could one day run to uh, succeed Speaker Nancy Pelosi, his close ally. One of the House colleagues from the Golden State said she saw a president in the making as Schiff led the televised hearing. Are you kidding me? This miserable little worm could not could not win a national election. There's no way. I I I, I don't dare them to run him. I'd love it. Please, please run him for president. Nominate him. There's still time, right? Uh, yes. You got till December 31st to sign up for the Iowa caucus. Let's do it, Adam. Come on. If you want to do it in in 2024, good. Uh, the future of your party is in really bad hands. If that's what you, if this is who you think is your rising star. (laughs) When we look at the characteristics of what we want to see in a president, it's somebody who's not going to lose composure because he's been poked. And we're seeing that on display from Adam Schiff every single day. According to this unnamed California Democrat lawmaker, (laughs) he's not too vanilla, but I kind of want that now after Trump. We need boring. Boring is good. (laughs) Well, he's worse than boring. Oh, my gosh. He is awful. Agonizing. And then, so now we switch from that to Jerry Nadler. Oh, goody. Another pinhead. Uh, And speaking of Nadler... This was, this was Jerry Nadler on impeaching a president in 1998. Oh, okay. Because he out. knew quite properly that an impeachment of a president is an undoing of a national election. Huh. And one of the reasons we all feel so angry about what they are doing mm-hmm. is that they are ripping from us. They are ripping asunder our votes. They are telling us that our votes don't count. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and that the election must be set aside. Hmm. Wow, that was uh, Jerry Nadler from a 
with a different look. Um, different look? Yeah. He, what do you mean? He, he apparently has had a few salads different. since that time. Yeah, like, yeah, like he, he was shopping in a different <laughs> section uh, yeah. of the store yeah, for, for sure. that suit. Wow, yeah. I wasn't expecting that. It's a big boy. Nadler did a good job losing some weight there. Hats off to him for that. Still, still um, needs some Riduzone. Add that in there. Jeez. As, uh, he is uh, still. <laughs> he's not that porky, though. Yeah, he's OEA deficient. Oh, really? <laughs> is he? Today? Yeah, you got to see him stand up. You're, you're seeing him behind the, the I am, dais. Yeah. There. His face Ooh. is not quite as uh, yeah, there you go. plump and juicy. That's where he lost everything. <laughs> All the weight came out the face. <laughs> Because uh, there's a lot <laughs> so still going on. So when he stands on. up, there's still some. Uh, uh, yeah, you'll you'll see him when he scoots in there, uh, there starting yeah. the uh, okay, starting the hearing uh, this week. You'll see. I wonder how he resculpted his face so well, though. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's, that's not bad. Uh, good for him. I'll get a, I'll get an image down the hall here for you. If All, you right. Like. <laughs> All right. All right. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Wow. Do we? We still have a plethora of stuff. We haven't even scratched the surface of what's going on. Uh, Your eyes will bleed by the end of the day. Uh, But we've also got good news to share with you. All that and uh, much more coming up on Pat Gray Unleashed. Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, Welcome. Great to have you with us. Thanks for being here. 888-933-93. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, where Joe Bitem, no malarkey, tweets, Joe's promises come with a nibble on your pinky. Yeah, I don't want that. No? Mm-mm. From Short Girl M. Uh, so, Pat, how is Black Friday shopping? Meet any friendly cashiers? Oh, yeah. Did you yeah. get out in that mess? Oh, did I? Yeah. Uh, no, I did not. You didn't? No, I, I oh, did not. Oh, I thought not. Black Friday was your thing. Yo, you kidding me? Usually, but uh, I think the last time I did a Black Friday, well, we were definitely in Houston. So, it was early on in Houston, maybe 15... Early 16, on in Houston, it would have been 20 years ago. 17, yeah. 18 years ago. My goodness. Mm-hmm. Mm. My wife, Jackie and I got up at, uh, I think, like four in the morning and went out and did all the stupid shopping, stood in those lines, and I'm like, why did I do this? Uh-huh. Why am I doing this? Well, I mean, if you were getting up at four in the morning to go out there, you, you still got to sleep in. Yes. Okay. So That's true. So you're able to, to get the best <laughs> of both worlds. True. The deal's in the long sleep. Uh, so also from uh, 50 Voices of Pat Storytime fan, <laughs> uh, Nadler didn't lose any weight. It all just slid from his chin to his belt line. That's what happens when you get older. Uh-huh. <laughs> do, we, uh-huh. do we have a current photo of, uh, of Jer? Okay, yeah. There he is. There he is, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but obviously he doesn't have that. There they go. Yeah, see Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that belt's like crying for help. Look but, how it's like trying to escape. There's some definite weight loss there, oh, though. Yeah, absolutely. Look at that. Yeah. I mean, See? hello. Uh-huh. But yeah, it went down. It just slid gravity time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All, right. All right. Okay. He could still use some Riduzone. <laughs> yeah. I think we can yeah. agree. So many of us could, but uh, yes, he could. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh Steve in Missouri. You're on the blaze. Hi. Hi, how's it going? Good. Uh in 16, Trump carried Missouri by 19 points. Mm-hmm. But yet, mm-hmm. Bloomberg is saturating our uh, CBS affiliate in Jeff City with just back-to-back ads. I mean, one mm-hmm. night they actually ran them the same one back-to-back. It's kind of like a little biography ad. Yeah. And in my county, Hillary only got 14% of the vote. 
So he, he is totally wasting his money trying to convert us Missourians to vote for his socialist attitude. I hope you're right. Uh, appreciate it. Thanks, Steve. I, I hope you're right that it is a waste of his money. Um, because Democrats seem to think that a lot of these states that Trump won are not uh, Trump states any longer. They think they're winnable. I mean, they even think Texas is in play. I, I, if that's the case, we're mm-hmm. in real trouble. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll see. Mm-hmm. I guess we'll see. I'd forgotten he'd won Missouri by 19 points. That's Wow, that's a lot. And uh, hopefully that will continue. And if you look at the 2016 electoral map, all the counties in Missouri, um, they're all red, just deep shades of red, especially down south. Mm-hmm. But if you just look at it from left to right, there's three areas. You just have one county each over near Kansas City, mm-hmm. St. Louis, uh, Columbia, and St. Louis. Louis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. everything else is red. The big urban areas. <laughs> This is so often the case. And yeah, so he won uh, 56, 37. Yeah, so. Wow. There you go. Yeah, that's hmm. that's a nice win for him. And so, yeah, go ahead and waste all that money. Start spending it in Utah, too. That'd be great. In Indiana and Texas. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Uh, 888-900-3393. The climate change people are uh, really ramping up their rhetoric lately. And... Uh, in Ad Age this week, Aaron Hall, who's a uh, climate activist, is arguing that in order to get people to take action against climate change, rebranding is crucial. <clears throat> Since people have gotten too used to the idea that the climate is changing, too used to it, well, yeah, it's a scientific fact that the climate changes. Yeah, what's that word called? Is there another word for that? Uh, for climate change? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah like weather. Called, called weather, yeah, or... <laughs> Or just the way the earth works. Right. Cycles. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So he wants to shock people into the notion that the world as we know it is ending. That's why they're doing this 12-year, 10-year, 8-year thing. First, it was 12 years from now. They've already they've already shortened that to 8. I hope they shorten it to, like, next month so that we can prove them wrong again. There was one group that said... Um, November of next year. If we don't make a change, then it's over. I mean, by they, November of next year. Yeah, because they were obviously saying, you know, oh, if we yeah, don't make okay. a change at the top, then mm. it's over. I mean, it's Jeez. hysterical how they keep changing it for this purpose only. He writes, "Is there a better way to convey the urgency of the situation while also encouraging folks to take action? Could the tools of branding and brand naming create a more resonant, powerful name?" He asks. What he and his marketing team came up with was a series of much more frightening labels on climate change in the hope of jolting people into meaningful engagement. The fear-mongering is okay when it comes from the left. The fear-mongering, in fact, is great when it comes from the left. It's exactly what you should be doing. So what are we looking at now? Um, Terms like global meltdown, global melting, because global warming is just, uh, it's too tame. The names signal that ice caps are melting, but also create a more visceral image in the mind. That real feeling of melting when it's too hot outside. <laughs> a meltdown is a disastrous event that draws from the ultimate terror of nuclear meltdown. Yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. An apt metaphor for global destru- destruction. There's also... Uh, some phrases he's kicking around like climate collapse. 
which sounds fun. Mm-hmm. Climate chaos. I've heard that one. Well, those instill a clear message or even a direct call to action. There's nothing neutral about collapse or chaos. And what if we use the weaponized term scorched earth? Wow. I like that's it. That's a good one. That's, a, that's really good. So basically what he's arguing is that there is no intellectual um, value uh, on the left for this argument. So let's just hit right. them with phrases that maybe will stick in their minds. Yes, we're losing the war. We're losing the battle here because people are too smart to get caught up in all of this madness. Um, and so what we're going to have to do is scare them into capitulating, into submitting to our will, mm-hmm. into spending $93 trillion on something like the green climate, the, the, the green uh, New, New Deal. deal. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I just... I. This is despicable. And they're making no bones about it. They're telling you, yeah, we're not scaring you enough, so we're going to have to scare you more so that we can manipulate you more. No, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm not going to play that game. You can call it whatever you want. I still know it's a hoax. Speaking of which, <clears throat> Greta's, uh, Greta Thunberg. Oh, Apparently her trip home is not as climate friendly as as we might have heard. Really? Yeah, she doesn't, obviously she doesn't fly because that's uh, too much CO2. Um, she wanted to save like many, many tons of CO2. I forget how many she said she was going to cut down. Um, but unfortunately, <laughs> it, her trip home is uh, don't, don't do this. Don't producing do this. the same amount, if not more carbon this than is- she... Uh, was intending to say. Not my Greta. Yeah. Not the chosen one. Yes. What's happening? I don't know. How dare you? Well, uh, here's the thing. Nikki uh, Henderson, who is the 26-year-old yacht skipper, flew to the United States from Britain (laughs) so that he could sail her ship back home. (laughs) What, there was nobody here that was just here that could... No, No, there's nobody here that knows how to to sail a boat. All right. Mm -hmm. So they're taking this 48-foot catamaran on the 3,500-mile journey from the U.S. to Portugal. It was meant to save approximately, here we go, two to three tons of CO2. Uh, But the flight from Britain to the U.S. likely produced the same amount of emissions the journey hoped to save. To add insult to the injury, the vessel that she's on is not climate-friendly at all because it has two diesel engines uh-huh. <laughs> and it's made from products that use petroleum for production are there ships that don't use petroleum for production i don't want to sail on them if there are wow but see now this nikki <clears throat> chick this is her family so they had to fly a whole bunch of uh like the husband and all the kids and stuff all so, here yeah so they had to oh fly out this way in order to go back so they hate the earth Obviously, the entire clan does. How dare you? Wow. And she has a new demand, too. Um, I hope we're listening, because she's 16. Okay? And we should be listening to 16-year-olds who know everything. They're so much smarter than we are. Mm-hmm. You know, those of us with experience who've seen the world and who look at both sides of this issue and then make our decisions, we're not nearly as smart as this 16-year-old girl. Well, and I've stopped looking at facts myself because it's whatever she says I default to now. Thank you. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what you should be doing. Okay. Um, She says now, 
to address climate change, we must overhaul everything, including, quote, colonial, racist, and patriarchal systems of oppression, unquote. She noted (laughs) collective action works. We've proved that. But to change everything, we need everyone. Every one of us must participate in the climate resistance movement. Climate resistance. Oh, nice. We can't just say we care. We must show it. So I imagine uh, that means that capitalism has to go, right? Because, I mean, that's just keeping people down. Yes, it is. It is freed probably two to three billion people from poverty. But is it everybody? No. Huh. Yeah, but whatever happened to uh, think globally, act locally? Because she's definitely blowing past that. She's yeah, not she acting has. locally. Right. I mean, because I'm not hiring a family uh, to fly across the ocean and That's then sail me back man. with diesel engines. I mean, she's doing more harm. I think it could be argued that she's doing much more harm <clears throat> to the environment than you and I are just going back and forth to work right now. I don't think there's any doubt about that. How many times could you and I drive back and forth from work? Mm-hmm. To equal the amount of emissions she's doing with with having the plane come over to get her mm-hmm. and then the, the the boat ride back with the diesel engines. 7,000. 7, You've 7, already done this math? yeah. He's already done the math, folks. I just folks. quickly did the math Pat in my Gray. head. So is that 7,000 7, each of us? 7,000 round trips apiece. So, so it's 14,000 14, trips. And I live way out. Uh-huh, right. So you're talking about getting a bargain. <laughs> 14,000 14, trips, trips in our car equal what right. she's doing on this little publicity stunt. Yes. Wow, 14 grand. I also take issue with the two to three tons. I'd like to weigh the CO2. Uh-huh, thank you. I, where does that come from? What do you mean it's uh, no. two to three tons? No. It doesn't weigh anything. What are you talking about? Hold on. <laughs> no. I want to know where that comes from. No, it's, and uh, somebody smarter than me will probably let us know. So, um, but if I put if I put all of that carbon on a scale, uh-huh. all of that CO two, it's not going to weigh two to three tons. So is that a metric ton? Then is that what they're saying? Perhaps. So that's two thousand two hundred and four <clears throat> pounds, Pat. That's a lot. If we're talking about the same thing, I don't know. That's a lot. I don't know that we are, but uh, either way, she's a hypocrite. I know that. Politicians and fossil fuel companies have known about climate change for decades, she said, yet the politicians let the profiteers continue to exploit our planet's resources and destroy its ecosystems in a quest for quick cash that threatens our very existence. Her call for systemic change comes even as she implies there is... (laughs) There is little that people can do to re- reduce uh, carbon emissions and increases in global temperatures. Yeah, not not take these bonus boat rides around the world. This is unreal. <laughs> Here's what she said. Even if countries fulfill their current emissions reduction pledges, we're headed for a 3.2 degree Celsius increase. Uh, are you kidding me? while arguing that we're likely to exceed one and a half degrees Celsius increase by 2030. There is no possible way the temperature increases by one and a half degrees Celsius by in, in 11 years. This is madness. Wow. wow. Madness. Well, well, let's be sure to call her on that because she'll be, what, 27? Yeah. Okay, she'll be 27 years old. Yes. We'll be sure to remind her of uh, what she said 11 years prior. <laughs> Write it down, because 11 years from now, I'm calling her out on that. <laughs> one and a half degrees Celsius. It's gone up maybe one degree in 100 years. It's not going up 
In fact, that's even disputed. Yeah. It might be more like half a degree. Yeah, that's on data that they in made 100 up. years. That's made right? up data where they didn't have weather stations. They just eh, average it out. I'm sure that's it's right. this. Okay, we're up uh, 0.6 degrees Celsius. And they've altered uh, a lot of the records from the past and made it cooler then to make it look hotter now. Mm-hmm. They did that all through the 1930s. Why? Because the 1930s were the hottest decade we've ever experienced. And I have to say this just because it fascinates me so much that when you hear of, oh, look, the earth has gotten warmer (laughs) Mm -hmm. in the last 20, 30 years, just remember all of those Siberian weather stations where Russian citizens were forced to man and record the temperatures when when, when communism fell... And they had the freedom to relocate. Mm-hmm. They got out of there, and we don't have the temperature records from Siberia that we used to have because nobody wants to live there with the only job is to write down a temperature every hour. So, of course, the global temperature average is going to go up because some of the, one of the coldest, coldest places, places on, Earth. on Earth were not recording the temperatures anymore. Yeah. Oof. Unbelievable. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. How much did you eat over the weekend? <laughs> no, no. I, I think I ate 2.3 metric tons uh-huh. of food. That sounds about right. Mm-hmm. I can relate. Ah, uh, man. <laughs> uh, there, if if you're having a a problem, and you know Thanksgiving is sort of an exception, you think ah, I'm going to throw caution to the wind this weekend and just do it. But if you don't want to keep doing that, then there is Riduzone. Now, scientists understand through their research that our brains are continually telling our body to provide it more fuel. So that's why we keep eating no matter what. Now, there is OEA in our body, which is a a molecule that sends a signal to our brain that we're full, but we just don't produce enough of it in most cases. And that's where Riduzone comes in. It fills in that gap for you and tells your body, okay, brain, we've had enough. Stop eating. So stop fighting your nature and manage your hunger and your weight with Riduzone. R-I-D-U zone.com go there and use the promo code pat to get 30 percent off a three-month supply riduzone.com offer code pat for 30 percent off pat gray unleashed triple eight nine hundred 3393 also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter over the weekend. Anybody see uh, Frozen 2? My family went. Uh, I wasn't able to go because I was working when they finally got tickets. But um, Frozen, most people said, eh, it's okay. Did you guys see it? No, uh, my kids did. Uh, I heard it was good, but not nearly as good as the first one. It's hard to make the sequel to a really, you know, iconic movie. And that one has been beat to death by everybody over the last, I don't know when that came out, four years ago, three years ago, something like that. Uh, anyway, it made another $85 million over the weekend. It's up to $287, $287 million already. Wow. Knives Out, that looks like a Clue-type movie. Mm. $27 million, it's up to $41.7. Ford versus Ferrari. Have you gone out to see that yet? It's good. You should no. see it. I'll, I'll get there one. Why did you day? nasty face it? You 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 just gave me stink eye. Yeah, on that. The, the face I it's gave a you was good movie. You, yeah, I don't doubt that it is. My face was. Do you think I go see movies? Seriously. Well, yeah, every once in a while. I don't still you get haven't out? seen the Joker, by the way, or wow, Joker, or whatever. Mm-hmm. If I say it wrong, it offends Jeffy. <laughs> uh, so it's not the Joker. Yeah, there's it's no the Joker. 
Uh, first of all, <laughs> it's just Joker. Uh, it made thirteen million, eighty-one million uh, now in it during its run. Wow. But you liked it? I liked it. Yeah. Okay, good, good. What? what um, you're not really selling it, man. No, I liked it. It okay. was good. Okay. I knew the story though, so it wasn't oh, much of a surprise. Yeah. Uh, a beautiful day. A beautiful day in the neighborhood. Hmm. Another eleven point eight million. It's up to thirty-four since it was released. Queen, oh. Queen, and Slim, which I don't know. Eleven million. Twenty-one bridges made five point eight million. That's it. Doesn't seem to be doing well. Uh, Midway down at eighth. Mm. It's only made fifty million. That was like a hundred million plus movie. Yeah, you might want to edit out the uh, special thanks to the Japanese <laughs> Navy before <laughs> yes. you release it into home theaters. Maybe. Ugh. Just a thought. You know. J- just a good safety tip for you. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pat Gray unleashed coming up. Beware. Is unleashed. Welcome to it. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Have some uh, tweets here from uh, many people. <laughs> Sorry, including uh, Wolverine Sentry. Oh yeah, Wolverine yeah. Sentry. Wolverine Sentry. What do you say? Uh, hashtag climate. Another word for climate change. Seasons. Oh, that works? <clears throat> yes, it does. That one definitely works? Yeah. Because, uh-huh. you know, here's the thing. <clears throat> in the summer, sometimes it gets hot. And then it cools off a little bit, and then it gets a little bit hotter. Wait a minute. And then it cools off. Sometimes? Yeah. Well, all the time. Uh-huh. And then sometimes it'll, you know, you'll get a really unusual hot spell that'll last in if a week or two or whatever, and you might break a record or two. So it's not supposed to stay the constant <clears throat> temperature? Right. No. Really? Mm-hmm. And then in the fall, it starts to cool off. And then, what? But yeah. And by November, in a lot of places, it doesn't feel like fall, it feels more like winter and it gets cold. And then sometimes, you know, it'll get really cold and then it'll warm up a little bit. So it might snow. Wait a minute. The, these crazy mm-hmm. variations in temperature, they're not signs of climate <coughs> chaos? No. Or climate catastrophe. Hmm. Uh, or, 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 or really. Climate collapse? No. Scorched earth? Exactly. None of those. Global things. meltdown? Mm hmm. <laughs> Uh, also, mm, from uh, Bill, Keith, the measurement of Jerry Nadler's chins oh, is in metric tons. That's a metric ton. <laughs> so one Jerry Nadler chin. Equal, now I get it. I like that. Now That's I get good. It. That helps us a lot. Sure Thank d- you. Sure does. Thank you for that, Bill. Uh, pew Pew One Pew tweets. <laughs> Didn't the global meltdown happen on election night 2016? Yeah, it did. Sure did to them. <laughs> From Pat Talks, uh, climate resistance is waking up, looking outside, and seeing how crappy it is and going back to bed. Good night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All righty. Uh, we also got this from Constitutional Drunk. Next, we'll be hearing we need to nuke the planet to save it. <laughs> wouldn't surprise me at all uh-huh it seriously would not uh you know a lot of us suffer from pain on a regular basis certainly not a chronic basis because no. that's a legal term that you can't use yeah, don't be radio. don't be throwing that out there no, higgly, not, not, no uh it no. could be enduring pain it could be continuous prolonged uh-huh persistent yes lingering could be all of those things mm-hmm. could be irritating could Just, be maddening. You don't have to become accustomed to it. No. 
You don't. Uh, what can you do to solve that you, problem? You can go to Relief Factor, oh. uh, as you did. Yes, I did. Because it's 100% drug-free. It was created by doctors who knew what they were doing. That's why they put four ingredients that each help your body fight against inflammation. And once you, that inflammation calms down, then the pain goes away. Like uh, Keith's weird leg pain, which yeah. Yeah. nobody knew. Everybody thought, oh, he's just a hypochondriac. Yeah, There's nothing wanna... wrong with his leg. I, I solved can't my... find a single thing wrong with his leg. I solved my whelp. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. As close as they ever got was they hooked up those little electric deals, and they could, they could hear activity. So they knew something was going on, but but they but weren't they able to diagnose what. it. And uh, I started taking Relief Factor, and I'm not exaggerating. It really changed my life. Absolutely. Have you hooked up the thing to see if that if that sound is still happening? If it's still going, it was so weird. I mean, I mean the like, sound is weird. I was I was very huh. skeptical. They they uh-huh. put these little suction cups all over my leg. Uh-huh. They kept moving the thing around, yeah. and the doctor was just like, whoa, something's going on there. Okay, well, do you have a solution? And they didn't. No, I'd just take Relief Factor if I were you. Okay. <laughs> no, he didn't say that, but uh, that was the solution. But fortunately, yes, you knew to do that. Mm-hmm. So if you want a drug-free, natural way to ease your pain and get your life back, try Relief Factor. It's just nineteen ninety-five for the three three-week quick start. And 70% of people who go with the quick start order more because it's working for them. ReliefFactor.com It's Pat Gray unleashed on the blanks. What a horrible football weekend. Once again, uh, although I can't believe the college football regular season is over now. Yeah. How fast that happened. There's only four games left in the regular season for the NFL. Four weeks, yeah. Four games left. That's it. And then, it well, playoffs. Playoffs? Yeah. Talk to me about playoffs. Although the Packers won the one bright spot in my weekend. Mm. Uh, Taysom Hill, former BYU quarterback. Taysom Hill took uh, Keith's Falcons apart over the weekend. Like single-handedly. Like single-handedly took over the game. Handedly did that. <laughs> he blocked a punt, scored two <sighs> touchdowns. Nice. Yeah, that's really fun. It was fun. Awesome Ooh, that's the word. It was fun. fun. It was fun for me. Mm-hmm. Agonizing uh, for Keith. <laughs> uh, but then you go to BYU football, which I, mean, I, I don't even understand the season. I don't even understand it. It's like the metric system. There's no way to tell what's going on there. I mean, one week they're sky high and doing really well and playing well. Wait and then minute. the next week, wait a minute. They're playing like scrubs. Wait a minute. You played UMass, right? No, we played I know, uh, no, San I'm talking, Diego State. I'm talking about last last game before that? Yeah, the game before that. Okay, what was the final score of that one? 56. 56. So you went from scoring 56 points a week to three. ago. To three. Three. Yes. Now, granted. It's a uh, little different opponent. That's a much different opponent. But still. But it's pathetic that they, they outgained them 416 mm. to 269 yards and scored three points. Yeah, that's I frustrating. mean, it's so frustrating. And then, of course, uh, Nebraska lost as well. Uh, interestingly, <clears throat> Jeffy's team fired their coach. They had such a crappy season. <laughs> so it was just not a good, not a fun college football season, really. No, no. Uh, it's like, again, it's a weird year. A weird, weird year. Well, so, uh, you know, Nebraska missed out on their chance to make it to a bowl game on a last-second field yeah. goal. Yeah, what are they, 5-7? and seven? Uh-huh, stupid kicker. And that's over. Yeah, we'll see you next year, Iowa kicker. I saw you blowing kisses. Anyway, um, so what bowl mm-hmm. game uh, BYU looking at? The uh, Hawaii Bowl. 
For sure? Yeah. That's a done thing. Done deal. Oh wow. You're yeah. gonna go you're gonna go see it. Oh, I'm gonna go you're see totally it. Totally going mm-hmm. out to Hawaii. We can go see it in my living room. <laughs> Do you know who their opponent's gonna be? <laughs> no, but probably Hawaii. I think they're uh, Hawaii and Boise State play for the Mountain West Championship. They do next week. And I think if Hawaii loses, then they, they go to the Hawaii Bowl. I think that's what's gonna Oof. happen. Really exciting. Woo, we get a Hawaii. Really? Mm. Hey, I'll take it. <clears throat> yeah, whatever. I, I would have taken the <clears throat> uh you know, the the, <clears throat> the pinstripe bowl at this point. Uh, myself. No, you're not going to get it. I know. <laughs> I know. What about the uh, famous Idaho Potato Bowl? Would you have gone there? Of course. Yeah, sure. Of course. <laughs> yes. That would have been great, right? Mm-hmm. I would have gone to... Uh, I would have enjoyed any bowl at this point, but... Uh, the one bright spot is, at least for the Cougars, uh, they're the youngest team, really, and, you know, youngest, I mean, class-wise. Mm. They're all... All the freshmen are like 47 years old, as everybody knows. But uh, they've started 13 freshmen this year. Okay. Most that's, in the that's, country. That's absolutely great. Yeah. Cause you, it you looks went, good for the future. You went eight and four? Uh, seven and five. Seven and five with a really, really young team like that? Yeah. yeah. Oh, you should be very excited. With, and a pretty challenging schedule. So yeah. I'm kind of excited See, about it. And I, I'm very excited as well. You know, the future of Nebraska. Because you've got Luke McCaffrey. Um, he's very young. That's Christian McCaffrey's little brother. Little brother, yep. Uh, you've got, by the way, wow. you've got Cade Warner, also on the same team, Kurt Warner's son. And on you've Nebraska? Got, yep, and you've got J.D. Spielman coming back, and he is the son of Rick Spielman, like a GM for the oh, Vikings, wow. Chris Spielman's yeah. nephew. Well, now I'm excited so for the Husker some, season. Are you now? Yeah, I'm so really excited you got for some, it. you uh, some good <laughs> youth there. and uh, Also, next year, BYU plays Missouri. So oh. I'm challenging Jeffy to go with me to Provo to watch. Is it in Provo? Yeah. Should be fun. Oh, yeah. nice. Kind of looking forward to that. Yeah, you are. <laughs> All right. 888-933-93. Uh, in Hong Kong, they are excited about the fact that the president signed into law the bill to uh, help the protesters. Yeah. Keep China honest. Keep China, you know, at bay, hopefully. With their favored nation status to, you know, stop with what you're doing to the protesters, leave them alone. So they were they were pretty excited. They've asked for help from the U.S. and seemingly got a little bit of help from the U.S. So here's what they did uh, over the weekend. There they are waving the U.S. flag. Singing the national anthem, the Star Spangled Banner. Jeez. I mean, that's amazing. Of course, in this country, we do just the opposite on our streets. Yep. Look at that. Mm. That's really great to see, you know what? Isn't it? Somebody who's singing it apparently knows the, the words, which is unlike also many yeah, people in America. I think it was a recording, but uh, yeah. It sounds like a recording. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wow, I, that, that is good. cool. That is amazing. It was nice to see um, the president and the Congress come together. It uh, was. It yeah. was very uh, a bipartisan effort. I think there was one vote against uh, in all of Congress. And um, look, we didn't have had to send troops in to show support to someplace. Right. So I thought that was great. Yeah, but that of course, is great. China not happy. Right? So we did kind of what we could do, really. Exactly, yeah. Uh, reasonably, what you reasonably could do. It's amazing to see some of the uh, byproducts of this demonstration, though. At, at uh, Hong Kong Disney, 
Disneyland to Hong Kong, whatever they call it, I forget which comes first, their attendance is down 90%. So if you're planning a trip to Hong Kong, mm. this would be a great time to visit Disneyland Hong Kong. 90% uh, attendance free. So, <laughs> so only 10% of the people that normally show up are no showing lines, up. No, no lines. No lines right? at all. I mean, they took some photos of it and... It is a ghost town. There's so, nobody there. Is it fair to say that you could actually just go around the park with Mickey as your escort? I think you probably could, yes. Wow. And get on every ride without standing in a 30-second line even. You just race up to the front and get on. Uh-huh. Uh, I kind of like that. You don't even need a fast pass. Yeah. Huh. I'm, but, I'm, I'm checking out Dallas to Hong Kong flights. And- so Disney expects to lose something like $257 million on that. Oh my uh, goodness. If this trend continues, and it looks like it's going to for a while. Yeah, that's, that's kind of painful. Good thing they got that streaming thing where they're getting a million subscribers a day. That kind of helps oh, uh, mitigate Plus. the pain just yeah. a little bit. Yeah. I haven't caught up with uh, Mandalorian mm. yet. Uh, the fourth you episode. You still haven't watched it? The fourth one. Oh, okay. The yeah. fourth. I'm not Jeffy. Yeah. I'm, I'm all over the Mandalorian. It's just been with family in town and stuff like that. We so have, do you like it a lot? Or? Yeah. 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 I'm looking forward like to too. the fourth one. Trying to figure out what the little thing is. Uh, I, I guess it's just... Have you seen the fourth one, too? Yeah. So, so you're caught up. Yes. Mm. I've seen the fourth one. Okay. It's it, it was pretty good. I think the best episode was the third so far, and I think there's only eight. Have you heard that as well? Really? And they're going to wrap it up only then? eight. This season, anyway. Oh, okay. Plus, there's something else looming out there. Uh, no, an don't. Obi-Wan oh, Kenobi. No, here we go. Gonna ruin it. It's gonna go Glenn here. No, I'm not. Okay, something no. from episode four. No, this is a different, a different Star oh, Wars. Another show coming. Yeah. Oh, episode. Cool. Oh, nice. Another Star Wars series mm-hmm. is, and and I don't know if they're gonna wait until the Mandalorian's completely run its course and then do it, or if they're gonna run simultaneously. I'm kind of hoping they'll run simultaneously because, you know, they need some, they need more original content. I think on Disney Plus. Yeah. Well, I'm enjoying it right now. Star Wars veteran uh, Billy D. Williams. Oh no, not this! Oh no, made a little revelation. <laughs> this is not. I like this. Right. Best known, of course, as Lando Calrissian in the Star Wars franchise, and uh, as the legendary actor gets ready to reprise his role in the forthcoming Rise of Skywalker. I didn't know he was in it. Mm. He's in it. Okay. He sat down with Esquire to reflect on his legacy and use the opportunity. Here we go. To reveal that he identifies as gender fluid. Aww. Isn't that wonderful? That's cute, right? I think everybody should identify as gender fluid. I really do. Really? I think it's time, yeah. All of us should do that. No. I don't want to. I mean, what is this rigid gender identity thing? What? Who says anybody's a man or anybody's a woman? I do. He said, uh, I never tried to be anything except myself. I think of myself as a relatively colorful actor who doesn't take himself or herself too seriously. Uh Uh-huh. So his pronouns are himself or herself, I I guess. That's what he's saying. (laughs) You you see, I say himself and herself because I also see myself as feminine as well as masculine. Uh. I'm a very soft person. I'm not afraid to show that side of myself. Well, that's a different thing than being gender fluid. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, so you're sensitive. Yes. Okay. Yeah, right. You've got, you're in touch with your female side. But, but it's 2019, so he's got to go for the uh, full tilt here. 
Some people are so in touch with their feminine side, there's a lawsuit pending. Um, but uh, mm. I don't know if I don't know if that applies to Billy. He's, he's here all week. Like seriously, try the veal. Like he is literally here all week. I literally am. Seven a.m. And Easter I'd love time. you to try the veal because it's delicious this time of year. <laughs> and he starts his uh, daily show promptly at seven a.m. Eastern. Good no morning, delay. everybody. Good morning. Good morning. Beautiful day in the neighborhood. So Billy D. Williams, um, not afraid to show his feminine side. Gender fluid. The new revelation closely matches an interview uh, with Jonathan Kasdan, who co-wrote Solo, a Star Wars story, in which Donald Glover played the role of a young Lando Calrissian. There's a fluidity to Donald and Billy D. Williams, he explained. <laughs> so, wait, Donald Glover, too? Uh, I mean, I would have loved to have gotten a more explicitly LGBTQQIA2 plus character into this movie. I think it's time, certainly for that. Do you really? No, in Star Wars, we need do that. This to my kids. Seriously, do we Stop. really need to do that in Star Wars? A a movie that, let's face it, is really kind of aimed at kids. Yeah, I'm trying to get get my kids. Uh, I hope that they can escape childhood without yeah. having any more damage uh-huh. done to their sensibilities by this world. Could we just lay off the characters for another? Well, no, five years or so. No, oh no, what? no, we can't. What's happening? Um, because oh, no. Jonathan Kasdan said, "I, I love the fluidity, <laughs> sort of the spectrum of sexuality that Donald appeals to, and that droids are a part of." What? Wait, what is happening? I'm sorry. You, droids you, are now involved. You can't take droids and now say that they're gender fluid. Stop it! <laughs> Can we just stop the madness a Ooh. little bit? Today's For word, minute. boys and girls, is fluidity. Fluidity. Oh, man. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. If you're moving, if you're relocating to another city, you need a really good realtor. And uh, if you go to realestateagentsitrust.com, we'll introduce you to the best agent in your area. These are agents who are vetted by Glenn's team because this isn't uh, just a sponsor. It's Glenn's actual company. And so... They really pay close attention to this and try to make sure that these thousand agents across the country are doing exactly what you want them to do. They have a sense of urgency. They return your phone calls in minutes, not hours. They know the market. And that is so important to help you figure out where to price your home so that it sells quickly and for the most money. Because if you overprice it, then it's going to sit there. And it's going to lower the price. And if you underprice it, you're going to be kicking yourself when somebody comes up and buys it in an hour. <laughs> uh, and you're going to think, wow, we didn't charge enough here. Wow, what could we have gotten? Mm-hmm. And then, of course, if you're looking for a home, they'll help you get a great home and, and get the most for your money. So go to realestateagentsitrust.com. If you are, uh, especially if you're relocating, it's realestateagentsitrust.com. From the mean streets of Helena, it's Pat Gray, Unleashed. I uh, got some tweets here at Pat Unleashed. Uh, this from Michelle. So happy to have Pat and Keith back on my TV this morning. And we are so happy to be here with you, Michelle. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, uh, absolutely. I mean, seriously. I think the highlight of my day was waking up at 3 a.m. again. How about you? It actually was for me, yes. I was actually looking forward to coming back to work today. Okay. By about Saturday, I was thinking, man, can't wait to get back to work. Really? Yeah, I like doing so, this. Yeah, I understand that. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's fun. But yeah. uh, are you saying that you hated having your family around? No, I'm not you're... saying that. Okay. I am not saying that. I'm though. sorry, I took mm-hmm. that extra step Right, there. you sorry. sure did. My bad. 
Puppy Monkey Baby tweets, isn't the movie Ford versus Ferrari based on the true lives of Pat and Keith and their travels to work? <laughs> no, I think that was you and Stu uh, on, a, yeah. on a particular road Ooh, one yeah. day. Shh. <laughs> a road way out in the wilderness yes. where there's no right. speed limits. It, was actually, it actually took place on the Autobahn yeah, in yes. Germany where there is no speed limit. That's where it was. I didn't want yeah. to get into the whole minutiae yeah. of the right. whole story there. but I know. Mm-hmm. USSA News tweets, 2.3 metric tons. How much is that? Three ounces or 950 pounds? There's no way to tell. No. Yeah, exactly. There's just no way. No way to tell. To tell. There are people who don't understand that concept uh, that we saw over the weekend. Oh, yeah. We got to get to that at some point. <laughs> yeah. From Kristen, speaking of football, perhaps Ellie Golden should have skipped the halftime show. She was awful. She was truly Wish I would have seen bad. that. Oh. Was she bad? Oh, yeah. She was wearing a hat. And it almost had like, um, okay, so Jeffy can identify. You know how like you, when you're at like this uh, particular store and you have to go through a beaded curtain mm-hmm. to get to the products you want? <laughs> okay. That's what she had dangling in front of her face. So you what? couldn't see the top half of her face. Really? And uh, It's a good look. It, yeah. And so she was walking around singing and just, it was really, really bad. Was she off key or were the songs just bad? It just, the songs were bad. The songs were just horrifically bad. And, um, you see, the earlier game on Thursday, the Detroit game, the sound system went out and during the halftime show. And so there was this awkward, like, three minutes of just silence and two guys on stage just waiting for the power to get restored. And I wish that had happened in Dallas for Ellie. <laughs> but unfortunately, we had to hear her. And that was she was, cheered when she uh, came on stage? I muted most of it. Um, ah. So, uh, yeah. Plus, I, I, we didn't push that hard enough. I wanted her to be. Yeah. yeah it probably wouldn't have been nice. And I just want to take the opportunity. As well. To say that OK Go needs to be a Super Bowl halftime entertainment because they make incredible videos and I bet a halftime show with the band OK Go would be memorable. So I'm putting that out there. Super Bowl, whatever it is, 55. They usually like to year. go with somebody people have heard of. That's too bad. Yeah. Yeah, because you know who so, we're getting this year? Who we're getting this year? Who we're getting? I don't know. It was... Uh, who, who's in the Super Bowl halftime show? There? J-Lo and Shakira. No, it isn't. It is. No, it that's isn't. right. Yeah, stop it. Yeah, that's right. So what wanna, has happened? You want to vote world? for OK Go now? What has happened to the? Yes, I'm going OK Go for sure. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Tony in Florida, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hi, Pat. I've hey. been driven crazy for years by this rebranding because it used to be global warming. Remember Al Gore? Yes. Mm-hmm. They had to change it, but CO2 is a gas. I mean, it doesn't mm-hmm. stick around in small places to affect the local climate here and there. It's a gas. We all studied Venus in, in elementary school and the greenhouse effect and all. Mm-hmm. And if it's not a global situation where the global temperature is rising, it might not be CO2. And that's, I can show you studies where dust coming off of Africa affects the hurricane season mm-hmm. in Florida and dust coming off Saudi Arabia affects the monsoon season. Yeah. Particulate matter pollution which the United States is a very low producer in. We've really cleaned up our act there at, the, at great cost to our economy. You're right. That particulate matter pollution that's coming off of other continents, we won't name them, Asia, Asia. Um, <laughs> they, this, this particulate matter pollution is associated with things like, you remember this, this fellow El Nino used to hang out in the Pacific all the time? Yes. When have you heard his name lately? No one talks about El Nino. Mm, this was yeah. a giant warm water mass that was associated with rain in California. Right. And now we're stuck in this La Nina effect, which is a giant cold water mass that's associated with polar vortexes. 
It's it, nuts. You're got, right. Yep. We got floods in Calgary. We got we got mm-hmm. warm weather in, in Alaska because the these winds have changed on local climate, uh, local climate level, not global. Right. Now you're making too much sense. They yeah. uh, they don't want to hear any of that. Mm-hmm. They being the climate change, the global warming nutballs. Uh, appreciate it. Thanks, Tony. Yeah, yeah it's really true. You were talking about really true uh, the Packers game uh, over the weekend. Um, anyway, I think that uh, I think the snow that you saw there it wasn't uh, it wasn't a winter storm. It, it wasn't a nor'easter. I believe that is now known as winter storm Ezekiel because you can't just have a winter storm. You got to name it now to make it sound more dramatic. Yeah, and now we have a thing called. Um, uh, Oh, what was the thing I was tweeting about? Uh, Winter storm. The bomb. Ezekiel. What was the what was the bomb story? The yeah, the the story is like a is a is a bomb now a uh, cyclone bomb. It's not a winter storm. A bomb cyclone. Thank you. It's just it's all Stupid. about exaggeration and scaring and, scaring and manipulating. People. Yep, exactly. Fear mongering, which they claim to be so against. <laughs> Is all of a sudden totally fine when right. it comes to the climate. Mr. Al Gore, you just made me think about that. Mr. He played on our fears. What does he do for a living? Exactly right. That's how he became a client billionaire. Pat Gray. Unleashed. 888 933 uh, let's see, from uh, Mandolin plus DeLorean equals Mandalorian. <laughs> Is that about Marty McFly driving a time machine while playing a mandolin? <laughs> no. It's, it's, it's a Star- I thought we'd been pretty clear. Yeah, I thought, it, it I thought a, we made it clear it was a Star Wars. A Star, uh, Star Wars thing, dude. Series. <laughs> <laughs> a guy, Herm, tweets, all this talk about gender fluid reminds me I need to get the oil changed on my Dodge. <laughs> Trump's semi-automatic tweet machine. <clears throat> How many metric tons of CO2 does it take to get from Keith's house to Pat's house? Oh, yeah. How much? Zero, because there isn't enough CO2 on the planet for that to happen. It's true. <sighs> and this there's, just, there's no route either. No. So. I think it's finally time, uh, Swank Think tweets, we recognize this fact. The metric system is easier to understand than the gender spectrum. Amen. Yeah, we're getting yeah. pretty close to that time. <laughs> Uh, I understand we have a nice pick of Ellie Golding. Oh, yeah. At the Dallas game, singing at halftime. Uh, Keith described this uh, particular. Yeah. Yeah. You can actually you can actually see her eyes almost in this one. But for the most part, it was a straight on shot. And you, you, it was so weird. So weird. She was the one that wasn't going to perform unless the Salvation Army <laughs> came out in favor of gay marriage. Uh, she wound up performing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Salvation Army, as far as I know, didn't make any statement confirming. Yes, hey, we love, we love same-sex marriage. I think, I think they just said, look, we we don't discriminate. So what's the deal here? Yeah, it, it would have been better if they just said, and you are. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, who are you? <laughs> Ellie. And, and the Cowboys should have done that too. And they should have they should have crap canned her performance and just said, no, thank you. That may have been an NFL decision. Mm, bye bye. Yeah. It might have. Mm. Might have. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, talking about the uh, you know the climate fear mongering. Mm-hmm. Anybody remember this? He betrayed this country. He played on our fears. He played on our fears. 
played this country. He played on our fears. Oh, uh, man. Oh. And what is he doing? What is Al Gore doing for a living now? Mm-hmm. He pl- he plays on our fears. That's what he does. <laughs> so why why was he screaming about it with George W. Bush? <laughs> for the record, I just did a, a new search for Al Gore. Okay, yep. the latest story. Mm-hmm. Here is the headline to buttress your point. Al Gore calls climate change a, quote, life or death battle, end quote. Who's playing on whose fears? He played on our fears. Oh, God, so oh look. Hey, hey, Nashville. Al Gore is going to be uh, speaking at Vanderbilt University for, quote, 24 hours of reality. Oh, that'll be uh, good. Let's go see that. Exciting. I can't wait to see that. Oh, my gosh. We'll have to show up in our FU voice. Al Gore calls climate change the, I bet he does, single biggest investment opportunity in history. Well, he's not no even, kidding. He's not even shy about admitting it now. Oh, he's not. He's not. <laughs> Do you remember, remember when Glenn first hit Fox News and just became a sensation and Everybody was attacking him on the left for everything. Absolutely everything. And his uh, gold commercials. Uh, uh-huh. He's profiting from good. He's profiting. He's just, he's invested in gold. Which is, you know, he invested in gold before the, the commercial came around. Uh, but then when people found out that Al Gore was making maybe a billion dollars on the climate chaos nonsense and profiting from it. Nobody, well, it's, well, of course he, he invests in what he believes in. I mean, that's, oh my goodness. It's just a simple fact that I, inv- I invest in what I believe in. That's all there is to that. Oh, my goodness. This article. <clears throat> I mean, it's, it's mm-hmm. like if we do nothing, okay, Pat, mm-hmm. then the lost wages in outdoor industries due to heat waves... Uh, we could lose $155 billion. Uh, let's see. Uh, lost coastal property, $118 mm-hmm. billion. Oh. Uh, uh, the high cost of heat-related deaths, $141 yeah. billion. But if we actually are proactive and we implement these crushing regulations in these, uh, mm-hmm. these climate um, uh, Green New Deals, then we'll actually not only end up saving the planet, <laughs> yes. but making money as well. well. Make money. Okay. He played on our fears. That's all the guy does. I can't. That's all the climate change buffoons do. All of them do the same thing. So capitalism is okay if it suits their their, their needs. Okay, got it. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And you know that's not true. When you're spending that kind of... Nobody's... No. Come on. That is not going to be a net gain for people. 888-900-3393. And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh... Interesting poll here. 53% of adult Americans um, feel that President Trump is a better GOP leader than Abraham Lincoln. (laughs) (laughs) Are we really seriously going to... Come on. I mean, the first first Republican president? Uh Uh-huh. Right. Okay. Yeah. 
freed the slaves, uh, got us through the Civil War. Uh, yeah, That's what he's famous for? Yeah. I thought he was just famous for being yeah. the first Republican president. No. He did other stuff, huh? Did some other stuff. Abe Lincoln. Huh. Right. Okay. Recent poll revealed the majority of Americans consider... Now, I thought this was the majority of GOP, of Republicans, but this says the majority of Americans consider President Trump a better GOP leader than Abraham Lincoln. Uh, the Economist and YouGov poll... Released on Friday showed 53% of U.S. adult citizens view Trump as a better Republican president than Abraham Lincoln. That's just silly. (laughs) Right? I mean... Didn't Trump himself say that he wasn't as good as Lincoln? No, I don't think he did. No, I think he... I thought he said something about... Oh, he said... Well, he said, with the exception... See, is this... Yeah. Here's what Trump did say. With the exception of the late, great Abraham Lincoln... I can be more presidential than any president that has ever held this office. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. With the except, but he did accept. Wow. So he Abraham found someone Lincoln. that he's not as good at at something. I, I I don't know if he's actually admitting that, but yeah. Okay. We'll give him that. Now on MSNBC, uh, the Joy Reid. Joy Reid is MSNBC, right? She's not CNN. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, they pitched it this way. Who is a better president, Donald Trump or Abraham Lincoln? They're the only group, only Republicans said Trump was a better president than Lincoln. Okay, that's not what this poll said. Mm. Can we get some? Let's try to f- clarify okay. this and back this up. Um, because this says 53% of adult Americans, not Republicans, adult Americans were asked who's a better Republican president. It's not necessarily Republicans answering the poll, though, right? Okay, I'm getting from this. So I'm looking at the Hill. Fifty-three percent of Republicans said that Trump was a yeah. So the Hill does say it's fifty-three percent of Republicans saying. But I want to see if there is um, numbers for everybody as well. If that's true, I mean Republicans are carried away with the Trump thing. Uh Um, While he's done a really good job, I think overall. Okay. He is not a better president than Abraham Lincoln. That story's got an error because... This does? If, if, if it is Hill, Republicans? Yeah, if the Hill is correct, because um, Democrats and, and oh, Democrats and Independents say Lincoln 75-25. So even one out of every four Democrat slash Independent says Trump is amazing. better. That's amazing. So maybe... Democrats and Independents, it's only 75-25? Yeah, so maybe... Come they, on, it should be 100 to 0 for everybody. Maybe that's a... Abraham, come on. I'm going to look for a fourth source. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Okay, let's see here. Uh, But there was more. What do you make of that? What do you mean? Is there a brick wall I can bang my head against? A few times? I guess. <laughs> I, th- I think I think I need a brick wall before I answer. Uh-huh. I hadn't seen, I hadn't heard of that poll, but it, do, it sort of speaks mm-hmm. further to the delusionary aspect of the Republican Party right now. This is not a party. This is a cult. Oh, good gosh! <laughs> That's their new thing. Have you noticed this? Uh-huh. Every day they're they're pushing this theme that the Republican Party isn't a political party. It is now a cult. Wow. Well, that means that everybody who supports Trump, they can they can lump everybody into this sort of crazy, conspiratorial, uh, almost religious, zealous category. Um, it has been. And then they can ignore the socialism and communism on their side. Okay. A cult for a long time. And it wasn't just this Abraham Lincoln quote. I mean, uh, what was it, a week or so ago? Maybe not uh-huh. even that. That Rick Perry said that uh, Trump was a chosen one. Yeah. Okay. And, and that, that was crazy. That was fun. All right. Uh, I think we call out those things when we 
see them. And I just don't, I mean, if you feel like he's a better president than Abraham Lincoln, that's fine. But you, I think that's a hard case to make, historically speaking. And it's way too early in Trump's, in, he's only been there for two and a half years. It's way too soon to be saying Donald Trump is better than Abraham Lincoln. It's too early to say that Donald Trump is better than Calvin Coolidge, who I would give the nod to, frankly. Mm-hmm. Even over Reagan, I, I mm-hmm. would give the nod to Coolidge. And he wasn't even the first person to say that. No, he wasn't. You know, so it's, uh, it's, it's amazing. And, and there's a it lot of amazing. ways, sure. if you look at like the Public Religion Research Institute mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, numbers, yeah. Uh-huh. That, you know, it right. isn't just a pejorative to say that it's a cult. It's no. a, there's a lot of evidence <laughs> that it is a racial and religious cult of personality. Oh, my gosh. Wow. It's a racial and religious cult of personality. Okay. <laughs> okay, but... Climate change is not that, right? No, no. That's no, not no. religious fervor. That's not cult-like. Oh, the Obama movement wasn't either. Oh, and the oh, Obama movement, please. he could do no wrong. Stop. Now, I will grant you that, that some, if not many Republicans, have gone down the road that Trump can do no wrong. Absolutely. Uh, absolutely, they, they, they embrace everything he says and mm-hmm. does. Doesn't matter. There are those who do that. But every Democrat did that under Obama. Mm-hmm. All of them. And that wasn't some cult. To them uh yeah and and if you ever called obama out on something well bush this well bush that did you say anything about bush yes we did yeah we did either um, that or you'd get the racial thing uh, oh you're oh, a racist oh you're a racist oh so that's why you don't like the black oh, man in power shut up. yeah um 53 of republicans said when it was head-to-head trump versus lincoln trump 53 lincoln 47 mm-hmm. but that head-to-head matchup uh with democrats 94 picked lincoln um, uh, and 78% of independents picked Lincoln. All respondents, head-to-head, 75% chose Lincoln over Trump. But when Republicans were asked to rank presidents, <clears throat> yeah. Republican presidents, 32% went with Trump, 29 Lincoln, 27 Reagan. Jeez. Um, so, so, there you go. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, freeing an entire race of people yeah. comes in second <laughs> no. to wearing a MAGA hat. And obviously, I think that's too far. But, mm-hmm. you know, I I don't argue with most of what he's done. He's he's done a pretty good job. Absolutely. We've been pleasantly really surprised yes. in many areas. And we would be, I would be lying if, if I didn't say I was shocked by some of the great things he has done. Yes. And he has done right. many good things that Reagan never did. But you, but you ignore the hysteria on climate change, which we've talked about quite a bit today. There is absolute hysteria. There is absolute cult-like behavior within the climate change community to the point where they're trying to come up with new phrases to manipulate us even further mm-hmm. on the climate change uh, nonsense. Uh, you talk about religious cult-like behavior. The Democrats far outnumber Republicans in that regard. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, I may have been wrong a couple of weeks ago. Never. I, we've established that never happens. <clears throat> yeah, apparently it did once. Um, what? I might have to eat my words on the Chick Fil A thing. Oh, now, because no. of the content of the story that came out when Chick Fil A stopped donating to Salvation Army and the Christian athletes or whoever the athletes in action, I think it was. Um, they made that out to be. It was because of the pressure from the LGBTQIA2 plus community. Now, there was no evidence in anything Chick-fil-A said that showed me that that was true. 
That was just written into every single story about it, even though they didn't say that. Uh, But now it turns out that Chick-fil-A has donated money to the Southern Poverty Law Center. Whoa. uh. Wow. That's a bad thing right there. IRS records show that Chick-fil-A is not only stopping donations to Christian organizations, but is funding left-wing extremist groups including the very anti-Christian, anti-conservative, anti-Republican, anti-American wow. Southern Poverty Law Center. That, that is one of the most despicable organizations in this country. Yeah. Their sole purpose is to, uh, is, is to smear every single person with whom they disagree, yeah. including labeling... Uh, David Barton David as a Barton. terrorist. Domestic terrorist, David Barton. Yep. <laughs> I mean, that is despicable. Chick-fil-A, uh, in their 2017 IRS filing, so this is a couple of years ago even, shows that they made a 25, so it's not a massive one, but they donated $2,500 to the Southern Poverty Law Center. Well, you think about how much money your family spends at Chick-fil-A, congratulations, you just donated to the Southern Poverty Law Center. Among a laundry list of pro-abortion. What? And pro-LGBTQQIA2 plus groups. Are you for real? That is disappointing. Sure is. Man, that hits you where you live. As much as we have supported Chick-fil-A, defended Chick-fil-A, eaten at Chick-fil-A. Chicken too tasty. Chicken too tasty. It may not be too tasty for this. Chicken not that tasty. It may not be. Man. I mean, that's despicable. Yeah. Even Ted Cruz. It, this uh, seems like they're trying to protect their butts. This is a uh, CYA Yeah, I got news thing. for you. None of these stupid protests that shut down locations in, say, London, right? And they had mm-hmm. to open and close it in six months. None of these, none of these groups that go after you... They're not going to be moved by this uh, IRS information. No. They're not going to care that you gave a dime to one of their causes. They're not. Okay, cool. As soon as you become a uh, same-sex couple, then maybe they'll lay off. If Dan Cathy, isn't that the name of the CEO, the owner? Mm -hmm. If he were to marry a man uh, and say, now I've, I've realized that I'm... I, I'm homosexual. I don't I'm going to marry my partner. I don't think so. Maybe they'd back off so. a little bit. They'd say, well, where, so. where were you? Why didn't you do yeah. this earlier? Why weren't you true to yourself <laughs> earlier in the causes movement? <laughs> Sir, you're just you're just riding the coattails of the founders of the movement that came before you. So disappointing. I, I really hate yeah, this. Yeah, Ted story. Cruz even said... Uh, what did Cruz say? Uh, he tweeted out something over the weekend. Uh, like, if, if this is true, Chick-fil-A has badly lost its way. Millions of Christians mm. have been proud of Chick-fil-A's courageous stands for religious liberty. <laughs> to fund those who hate your customers so true. is just sad. Thank you, Senator Cruz. That's nicely put. <sighs> that expresses it perfectly. Boy. Jeez. We, oh. should, we should post the response, the story in the response. Because, I mean, people need to know that. Yeah. I mean, we... We turned out in droves mm-hmm. to support them when that first when that boycott first happened. Boycott Chick-fil-A because they hate they're anti-gay. No, they're not. They're pro-traditional marriage. They they've never said, as far as I know, anything anti about gays. They supported the traditional marriage. 
that millions of uh, that the vast majority of Americans supported. And don't forget, this donation from Chick Fil A came years after that gunman mm. went to the oh, wow. uh, Family Research Council, shot up the place, and he had used the hate list that the SPLC had provided on their website. And only through the grace of God was nobody uh, hurt, nobody killed in that in that little incident. And that's right. I. I mean, what what year was that? 2014, maybe? 2012, 2012. gunman Floyd Lee Corkins. Jeez. So, um, Wow. My goodness. So thank you, Chick-fil-A, for, I don't know, kicking us where we live, spitting in our face. That's not good, Stabbing us in the back. Ah, that is despicable. And their donation to SPLC came five years later. Why? What? I mean, the SPLC is the easiest organization to identify as an extremist hate group that you could possibly imagine. So easy. You can look at their statements. You can look at what they do. And you see the people they disparage all the time and slander all the time. Wow. At two Chick-fil-A? Sorry. Exactly. That's about as good as I can do. That's exactly right. Oh, that really, yeah, that hurts. Yeah, it does. It's mm. sad and pathetic and hacks me off. But. I will still say that, that, that their chicken sandwich is better than Popeye's uh, for what it's worth. I've never had the Popeye's, but I'm willing to try it now um, to see if maybe that's where I can go instead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is really disappointing on a, kind of a massive level because we we have supported them for years. Yeah. And, and- Defended them over and over and over again. So much free airtime talking about how awesome their product is. Yeah, and, and, yeah, yeah. And, free. I mean, yeah. they're not a sponsor of the show. Mm-mm. We got no reason to do that other than we really like it. Ah, uh, why? Well, 2019. 2019. Going out with a bang. Because <laughs> yeah, that's what it does. 2019. Congratulations, everyone. Yeah. We have arrived there. And of course. 29 days left in, in the year, mm-hmm. and there's no indication that 2020 is actually going to be an improvement. It'll just make 2019 <laughs> look like the good old days. In fact, there's quite a bit of information available <laughs> to suggest it might be much worse because 2018 uh, certainly was nuts, but was not better. as bad yeah. as 2019, and, and I'm sure we'll follow suit on that. Overton windowed. Uh, <laughs> well, we're only 23 shopping days left before Christmas. Oh, yeah? Would so, you, you, already, you you went out and got me something over the weekend, right? Not yet. No, I haven't, I haven't done all of my shopping yet, Keith. But, but I wasn't the first on the I'm list. What do you mean? I wasn't like the highest priority of... Yeah, uh, higher than my wife and children. Yes. Grandchildren, whatnot, and so yes. forth. Yes. Yeah. No. No? No, I'm sorry. Huh. No. Oh, Cyber Monday. That's today. So so you can take advantage of that Is today me. Cyber Monday? I'm very excited about that. Or is it next week? It's today. It is today? Yeah, right? It's all right. today. And uh, yeah, is it a, that close to Black Friday? Yeah, right. Today's Cyber Monday, is it not? Everyone, yes, no. Anyone listening in the other room? Anyone got a clue? Okay, cool. See, they've all checked into yeah, the uh, yeah. Joe Scarborough planning uh, meeting to figure out how to do a third so today hour is radio the day. show. Yeah, third hour radio shows. No, it, it is today. Yes. Cyber Monday yes. is today. And so um, wow. they're saying that bots, like, um, mm. are going to buy these products that you want to get these great deals on, they're buying them really fast before you can get them, and then they're selling them at like three times the rate. And apparently when you go to hmm. uh, an online uh, retailer, um, the <laughs> amount of humans to bots present at any given time is two to one humans, okay? Yeah. But on Cyber Monday, it's 20 to one bots. 
What? So when you're surfing, you know, you're going to whatever website, wow. shopping around, there's 20 bots for every human. Well, can they buy so much that the product is sold out? Because that's exactly. the only that's way. Happening. That's what's happening. Is it really? They're, they're buying these products Jeez. that get sold out, and then okay. they're reselling them elsewhere. Hmm. And you put, pay a pretty penny somewhere else later. I heard that on Black Friday, uh, Walmart had a 53-inch television available for, was it $45 or something? Whoa. Did you see that? No, I wasn't. I mean, not what I saw. Is that possible? That is like, that's crazy. I don't spend a lot of time uh, looking at the TV ads, though. No. Uh, since, uh, huh. you know, you K- should. Carrie's never going to get me a, a nice new TV um, so that I could watch my team's I mean, moves. you've kind of made it clear that that might be your Christmas wish. Yeah, I, you're always so hard to shop for, Keith. Like, what should I get you? I don't know what to buy you. I don't How about know a big TV? screen TV? Really big. Yeah, but what, I mean, like, what should I get you, though? Because, like, <laughs> Yeah, you I'm know, talking, I just, talking to the big screen TV. I just don't know what like, to get you. Mm-hmm. I guess your wife doesn't love you as much as mine does. Because after uh, hinting around that uh, three years ago, my wife bought me a 75-inch television. 75. So how long 75 How long inch. from first hint until gift arrived? Nah, it's probably a couple of years. A couple of years? Yeah. Really? It took that long? Uh, probably, yeah. I mean, I just, I said it every once in a while. You know, we need we need a TV at least mm-hmm. 60 inches. At least. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, it's 2017. It's, or 2015 or yeah. whenever it was I was whining about it. And she finally took the hint. Yeah, and they made the football smaller, so it's hard to see on the TV now. Uh-huh. And they also made it so, like, the cameras aren't down on the field anymore. They actually, they force them. It's, a, it's I don't know, it's a weird regulation thing. I don't know. It's OSHA. Mm-hmm. They have the cameras now mounted on top of the stadium, so you can't actually see. Do you the, really need the so big You got to have to see the action. Seems like that's not selling for a, you. Though. A bigger TV. Oh, let me give uh, people in the DFW area a helpful hint, because we did this... Uh, on Saturday night, it took the whole family several carloads to the Texas Motor Speedway lights Christmas oh, lights presentation. Oh, goody! How was Thirty it? bucks a carload. Terrible. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> unless, no. unless you live in a time tunnel in 1950, then it's probably an awesome display. Oh no! Uh, but if you're current and you live in the now, you might want to avoid that.